Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. My name is Kyle, and I am one of the hosts. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking to Sarah and Grace and doing a barista introduction with them and so that you can learn a little bit more about who works in the Upside Down Coffee Shop. But before we jump into that, um, we have a little special featurette that we are doing right now <laughs> where it's the end of finals week at UCLA. Today's Friday, December 12th, and Sarah is in the studio with me right now. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. So this week, we tried something different in the cafe that we've never done before, and Sarah helped create it. Um, and Sarah, do you want to tell us a little bit about like what you made for this mindfulness table that we put in the space that had flowers and rocks and all this fun stuff on it. If Yeah, if you saw it, it might have looked a little different than what you might <laughs> see in a normal cafe. It, we had some some rocks on there, some Trader Joe's flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, TJ's. Um, and kind of like a self-guided uh, meditation activity or mindfulness activity. Right. Um, yeah, and the idea behind that Honestly, I find beauty to be very grounding, and I think that's probably a universal experience. Mm. And you've felt that if you are on a beach, the sound of the waves, um, and just experiencing something kind of bigger than yourself right. can be really grounding. Mm. And so the idea was to kind of bring a, a piece of that into the cafe and onto the table, um, something kind of outside yourself that can help center you and, and calm anxiety. Right, like bring a little bit of that feeling you get from being in nature into urban LA across the street from UCLA coffee shop right. amidst finals. Right, <laughs> right. This kind of mindfulness activity really pulls from a lot of ancient traditions, um, some ancient Christian traditions and mm. also a- other forms of religion and other types of spirituality all kind of encompass this gotcha. mindfulness presence. I picture um, like monks on a hill holding rocks. <laughs> for the, yeah, pretty yeah. much probably. <laughs> yeah. But instead of monks, it's now us in our like pour over coffee boots and uh, trade right. clothes in amidst <laughs> the busyness of Los Angeles. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I think there there is an aspect of caring for your soul um, hmm. in that and in the busyness of LA and life here. Right. Um, how, how can we pause and, hmm. and be present and, and kind of care, care for other parts of ourselves. Right. And when I think about our hope for upside down in general, we have always said our mission statement has been this thing of creating space to engage with one another and be able to engage on a spiritual level. Um, for us, that means as people who are Jewish and believe in Jesus, we want to create space to be able to engage with one another and the Messiah. So this is like a specific invitation to something more than a typical coffee shop. Um, and we're excited to explore more how that will kind of play out in the future. Um, yeah. Sarah, totally. thank you for your activity. It's yeah. cool. But yeah, we're, we're trying to think through what other ways we can create a table within a coffee shop <laughs> that <laughs> brings you into something more, um, whether that's a meditation or even a conversation around things that you love, um, which 
for me is Star Wars and I'm really thinking through how that's going to connect with the movie next <laughs> week. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker comes out Thursday. <laughs> Um, all right. Anyway, thanks, Sarah. Yeah, thanks, I appreciate Kyle. you coming in and having this conversation. If you're listening, stay tuned. This episode continues on with a more in-depth discussion with Sarah and Grace. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Upside Down podcast. Today, I'm joined by Sarah and Grace in the studio. Say hi. Hi. Hey. And today we're going to talk about the idea of transition, building stuff, growing, personal growth, all the above in like a literal and figurative way and all wrapped up under the theme of college, kind of, maybe a little bit. But <laughs> um, but we're here with Grace and Sarah, who both work in the coffee bar at Upside Down. And I thought it would be fun to interview them together because they both have a lot in common. They both are baristas. They both just graduated from school. They both moved to L.A. for school. And they're both very... Uh, I haven't graduated. Oh, yeah, that's right. Grace hasn't graduated. <laughs> Strike you that from the record. <laughs> from, school, from college? Yeah. From high school. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad. Like, congratulations. I'm, I, like, I, know I was waiting for someone to tell me congratulations from high school. <laughs> Did no one, tell, time. no one has ever told you that? No, no, yeah, no one has. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, and did you move? To, you moved to LA for school, Grace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. And Sarah moved here from San Francisco. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. And they're both just some of the kindest people you'll ever meet. So we wanted to talk about them and so that you guys can get to know them. So why don't you guys introduce yourself, kind of say what you're studying or did study, and just, yeah, just something fun fact about you. Okay, I'll go first. Since Grace pointed at me. <laughs> like you. <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Sarah. Um, I did move here from San Francisco four years ago now uh, for a grad program. Um, yeah. And so I studied the program that I was in is called spiritual formation and soul care. And so basically it's kind of studying like how people grow, um, spiritually and also how to walk with people, um, on their spiritual journey. So it was a really cool program. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What's a fun fact about you? Fun fact <laughs> about me is if you know me, you might know this, but I have two cats and <laughs> I love them. What are their a names? Huge amount. Their names are Momo and Django. Right. And yeah. one of them is like a guardian of your apartment, right? Yeah, she that's what we call her. <laughs> she is the guardian of the apartment. So yeah. don't don't mess. Security. Yeah. Security. <laughs> I would not mess. I would not mess. <laughs> Um, hi, I'm Grace. I am a fourth year at UCLA. I'm studying psychology and minoring in education and study of religion. Um, mm. It's a fun, fun wombo combo right there. Yeah, psychology, education, religion. What, what, is there anything about that combo that... I think all of them just have to do with people and like kids and learning and all those things. So they cool. integrate pretty well. Yeah. And, What's one fun thing that you learned about in psychology um i've really enjoyed learning about child development and a cool thing that um is that kids learn at a faster rate than we do because they have more i don't know if this is the scientifically correct <laughs> um terminology but they have 
more um, synapses, I believe is the word. Um, What's synapses? a synapse? It's the space between a... No, like don't little, do this to me. The little like nerve things the in neuron. your brain, right? Yeah. The neurons, yeah. But yeah. is it synapse is the right word? Not sure. Yeah, I think that's the right word. Maybe, but they've right grown, um, like information literally like gets thrown away because they are constantly learning and growing and taking things away. And it's really cool. Well, like a tree, like the little yeah, connections like they, are like, pruned. Yes. They're like, that's, they're the, like that's literally the word that they use is pruned. pruned. They're that's pruning. Unreal. Yeah. Wow. Really I want to cool. like have some of those back though. <laughs> I feel like I could use more connections in my brain. Yeah. That would always, that would help. probably be pretty beneficial. Cause I think what, that's probably why kids don't need coffee, mm. you know? And yeah. then you get them they all shipped away. They just know all the things. They know all the things. They have all the, yeah. all the brain power they need. And yeah. then they get pruned and, yes, just thanks. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I think it's really interesting because, really <laughs> because people like um, think of children as less smart, but they're actually like learning faster than you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Like depends on how you define smart what or smart intelligence. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Like the ability to learn things yes. faster. Yes. Maybe they're smarter than us. Yes. Yeah. That's really, really amazing. Cool. Yeah. We just have more memories. Oh, oh, and another thing that's really cool is that um, – uh, a theory for why you don't have memories when you're like one or two is because you didn't have language yet and you were still in language acquisition mode and so you Whoa. didn't have words for your memories and so that's like one of the reasons why Whoa. people think even like it makes sense time wise that like if this was your start of your life you wouldn't remember things as like you get further away from that point right that's how memory works but then it's like oh i also didn't know what a chair was or a mom was or right. a dad was mm-hmm. so it's like i don't have those words yet there's no I place can't. to file them there's yeah no filing system. i can't remember things and then that's why Whoa. senses will get remembered like from childhood sometimes more than... so yeah the first memories i think i can re- remember uh <laughs> it's kind of like using the word in the yeah, definition yeah, yeah. but is seeing the lion king i think yeah I, I mean i don't know for sure yeah sometimes i think i made this up but I would have been two and 11 months or something like that. Wow. And then I also remember my brother's eighth birthday, I think. <laughs> Might have seen it from a photo and just... You're like, oh, this is my memory now. Yeah, yeah totally. But both of those, I would have been like two or three. But you think about that, that's like chocolate cake, which is like probably a drug to a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. And then also The Lion King, like very sensory, the mm-hmm. music, all yeah. of that. Yes. But, so I don't need language yes, to remember that. Yes, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, wow. Um, all right. Well, you guys are both baristas here at Upside Down. We are. Yeah. We are. <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, what is your guys' favorite drink in the cafe? Oh, that is a loaded question. People ask that a lot because I don't have a, I don't have like a hierarchy of drinks. It's yeah. More like. You hmm. see all drinks on the same. Yeah. They're plane. like a tier. Right. Not. <laughs> are there any that you don't That like? aren't on the tier for you? Um, that like you don't I think there are drinks that I wouldn't get every day so that makes them not a favorite because I think a favorite is something you can like it's accessible and you like like it a lot yeah Mm -hmm. go to Mm -hmm. I think that's what I think of when I think of favorite but don't a cold Bruin is a lot for me because it's just Mm. what's in a cold Bruin a cold Bruin is (laughs) is cold brew vanilla and coca-cola good pass the test thank you so much (laughs) Okay, you're still hired. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that one's just very exciting. And sometimes I'm like not as But you did excitatory. through the cold brewing, though. You did rediscover your love for Coca-Cola. I did. I, remember I hadn't had soda in a wow. very long time. Um, and sometimes so- I'll come back with the Coca-Cola shipment and you'll just 
pop one open and drink I it. don't pop it open. I drink <laughs> the end of another cold brew. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, are sip. we going to use this? Because like, I'm going to drink really it. This is really good. <laughs> are you... Is this for like so favorite drink is Coke? (laughs) (laughs) Is this like for the cafe? (laughs) But that's why I say that like I don't know. There's no drinks that I don't not like. Like even the cold Mm brewing isn't bad or anything. It's just not like a go-to. So that's why I always say lavender lattes because great. I think when I'm if I'm opening, I'll make that for myself. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's a good like standard for that's a good way to put it of like what do you make for yourself yeah what drink do you make for yourself what comes to mind when you come in yeah but then it's like i think i would say if i went to a cafe i would like a great pumpkin more than a lavender latte Mm, what's in a great pumpkin (laughs) i'm so glad you asked kyle (laughs) (laughs) a great pumpkin is pumpkin syrup it's called pumpkin spice but it's not like very spicy or anything or it doesn't have like a spice flavor. Yeah, but it's, it's not like, like it's just kind of t- <laughs> it just kind of <laughs> like pumpkin. Yeah, um, pumpkin caramel, caramel, caramel. How do you guys say caramel, caramel? I say both. I say caramel. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, caramel Moving and on. a little bit of cinnamon, and so mm-hmm. yeah, that's the pumpkin spice. But right. I really love that drink. A I lot. like that one too, yeah. and the lavender, and the lavender, yeah, just classic. Uh, we've been discussing this idea of building versus growing as a team. And I threw it out to you guys, and you both had really interesting things to say. So jumping into today's topic, defining those things, when we we talked about how we built this place, and for those who don't know, the upside-down space used to be in an office building owned by Jews for Jesus. Still is owned by Jews for Jesus, but the building looked like a rundown dentist office. Green carpet, small rooms on the side, like just the same feeling that you get when you don't want to get into a dentist chair is what you had when you walked into this place. And we changed it and it took a long time. It took a lot of money. It took, there were some obstacles along the way, but each time you hit an obstacle, when you're building something, you still know it needs to happen. Hmm. You still know a good example is when we put in the ceiling, we had this, this like obstacle where they told us you have to put in something like 800 new wood beams and hooks and all this stuff and it just seemed like we were never going to get through it but we still knew hey once those are up we can move on Mm -hmm. now we're kind of in this new stage where we have a coffee shop we have an art gallery and we want to build a community space Mm -hmm. however community is something that you don't really just build Mm -hmm. and have a specific plan for it but it is grown Mm -hmm. um so I think, Grace, you had some interesting things to say about how that connects to college and how you're in a time where you're you're both learning hard skills and you're trying to get specifically equipped for what you might do mm-hmm. for work. But you're also not, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're also just learning. You're also just transitioning from one point in life to another and kind of like a tree that you can't really hack it's growth. Mm-hmm. Growth is harder to hack. It's more <laughs> takes time, takes food. I don't know. I don't want to get into the science of it. <laughs> but, but yeah. But yeah, how does that relate to your experience right now in college? And what do you think is a tension there between trying to build your life but also grow into the person you're going to mm. be after college? Okay, I see where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> um, looking at like, oh, I have this goal in mind of like finishing with a purpose because I have all this classes and things that I've taken because I want a degree for the future. Right. But then how am I 
how am I like sitting in the right now where yeah. I'm not in the future yet? Is yes. That, like, kind Sorry. Of yeah. That? Right. And then yeah. comparing that to the upside down where it's like, oh, we had all these plans, but then we were in the middle of. Yes. You still have a. Yeah. Sorry. I should have clarified that. Yeah. yeah. You have a vision of where you're going. Yes. But Some, you know that I, you're sometimes I don't have a vision of where I'm going. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fair enough. And you or yeah, you think you have a vision. Yeah. And you. Yeah. But in the meantime, yeah. it's going to take time to grow. So mm-hmm. what do you do while you're waiting? Kind of waiting. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a really interesting place to be. I think it feels like very isolating at times because it's almost like you don't, you're not at the place where you you want to be because, I don't know, I think that's like the process of anything. It's like, oh, I'm trying to get here and I just want to be done or I just want to... I want to know what the purpose of this time is, whether it's like good growth or hard growth or just like growing at different rates. Um, Right. And so, yeah, I think a thing I've learned a lot about in college is the hard part is for me, at least was seeing myself in the middle of two things and yeah. And feeling like I'm always waiting for something or trying to figure out what the future is or what God like wants me to do with my life. Um, and I think that's was really hard for me, especially going into my first years of college, because I was like, I know I'm going to be here for a while. Mm-hmm. And like, wow, if I have to sit through one year and it was really hard, do I want to do like three more? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, why do we? commit to growing in general Mm. that's a good question yeah and i think what i've learned is even not looking at it as a oh i need to get to somewhere it's like i'm just as useful and in the place that i'm in right now versus like the place that i want to get because i think that's even thinking about plans in general is we like we can't really make plans on our own it's like we're like it's our plans will fail us and Mm. it's not going to fill. I think we all want that like cathartic, like, wow, I did it. And this is the way things are supposed to be. Right. I've arrived. It's like a very human longing. Yeah. Like I want to arrive. I want to be feel secure. Yeah. Um, but it's like, Mm. you're not, I don't know. There's like so much life in where you are currently. It's like, you don't need to get to a place to feel okay, I guess is Mm. the where I'm going. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're, and you can correct me, but I feel like you're highlighting the importance of the experience right now, Mm -hmm. like in transition, Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to kind of like blowing through it or kind of like numbing out through it. Yeah. um, That like, even in the intensity of the experience, like this is important now. Yeah. Yeah. College is specifically such a pathway to get somewhere. It like really like genuinely is by definition. It's like college isn't the rest of your life. You are in it for a certain amount of years and a certain amount of time. But like what you do with your time is just as important as your time outside of there. Mm-hmm. So like being intentional in that and not just thinking of this as like a means to an end. Like I just want to get through these classes to get out of here. It's like, no, what like what experiences and what people am I around? Like in Los Angeles specifically that I like maybe won't be around next year or yeah, just like enjoying the now, I guess, is where I'm going. What is like okay? And I also hear you saying, uh, yeah, not not only enjoying the now, but recognizing that the now is 
just as important as your hypothetical future. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, because I think it's easy to live in that vicariously yeah the future. or even mm. thinking like oh i won't be with these people next year so like what's the point it's like oh you won't be with these people next year so there's even a greater need for you to grow deeper roots with them because you won't mm. see them next year yeah i yeah, yeah like the limited time is like precious right and that's even like life in general while wow, we're getting like, bigger <laughs> is like my like day-to-day is like important and experiences that i have like connections that I have with people during the day is like just as important as like those big moments in your life because right. they like make up the same day. Like what, like, right. yeah. Like That's what? awesome. So <laughs> like the moments that you have talking to the, as a barista, talking to the people who come to the coffee shop. Yeah. Or even I think about like the people at the grocery store, like your cash, like, your cash, <laughs> like literally anyone that like, you have the smallest like experience with. It's so yeah. important to like your day I I don't know I always mm. think about like walking to class and I'll stick my earphones in and just kind of like zone out because it's like I'm walking to class like even it's kind of like a good mm. comparison it's like yeah micro I don't need to journey right there yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I don't need to be present because I'm just getting to the end mm. but I remember my sophomore year I like lost my earphones and I was like what, what do I do like I have to like <laughs> look around and be a person I can't just like stick in whatever and like zone out right and i don't know there's like so much goodness and that's like a thing i like tried to do for a while i was like i want to not use my headphones to walk to class because i can use this time to like pray or think about my day or think about oh there's so many cool flowers on ucla's campus have we looked at Mm -hmm. them before they're so like seriously the coolest flowers ever but (laughs) There's like a tree in the middle of the court of sciences that blooms like yellow blossoms and it's amazing. And I like remember recognizing it like sophomore year and now it's like, oh, I get excited for it to bloom. I think it blooms in the spring. Um, So if you're wondering. (laughs) If you're wondering. (laughs) I was. I was too. I was thinking, oh, what time of year is that? I think it's in the spring because I remember spring quarter. Um, Yeah, it's like, I don't know. There's just like a lot of beauty that is there. You just have to like be a aware of it and looking for it i guess i hear i feel like what i'm hearing you say is because i was gonna (laughs) ask like is whoever coined the term life is a journey just like (laughs) does that sum it all up like like yeah we've heard this before life is a journey Mm -hmm. but i think a specific lesson that i'm hearing is on like the idea of being attentive Mm -hmm. and being present yeah um yeah especially it just seems to be a common theme in 2019 with the iPhone and Instagram mm-hmm. and social media, I, I feel like I hear people say that they feel less present. Yeah. Um, so that is, yeah, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like the distinction you're making too between, um, like I feel like someone could hear that and hear like, okay, you need to be present and think like, oh, that's so much even more pressure on top of everything that I'm trying to do and accomplish. Like, okay, be present and be your best self. But I feel like what you're kind of drawing out is the the, even just the preciousness of the moments that you Mm -hmm. find yourself in and like ability to enjoy the world a little bit. And like be kind and Mm -hmm. like you don't get to have those interactions unless you're like aware of them, I think. Yeah. And like willing to have them, you know? I think what this is helping me with is when we talk about building versus growing or that idea, 
I think what I'm actually saying is in my own work, I feel this pressure to be proactive versus reactive. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. in the workplace, you find that a lot of people who constantly find themselves reactive feel like they're doing a bad job because you feel like you should be able to anticipate problems and be Mm -hmm. the solution Mm -hmm. and do all that. And I think we do that with our lives as well, where it's like, if I'm not being proactive, then I guess I'm just floating through life and Mm -hmm. it's having its way with me versus me having my impact on the world. But I don't think that that's actually, I think that's making it too simple. Mm -hmm. Sarah, how does that um, connect to how you, what you studied with how people are shaped And I don't know, does anything come to mind there? Yeah, I think it resonates a lot. um, Like the importance of being present to yourself and to life right now is just enormous and so easy to just blow past with Mm -hmm. plans, with ways to numb out, um, Mm. with worries um, about the past or future. Um, but, but yeah, what is happening now and what's happening now might be really uncomfortable and make you want to blow past it. (laughs) Um, but if you can sit with it, there's a, there's a lot of beauty to be found. Mm, Yeah. 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 I'm also just personally thinking about a important part of my life has been learning the term liminal space, um, which do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's really, that's really cool that you said that. Yeah. 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 I think like a lot of people use it um, maybe in psychology, like to describe um, your experience after trauma or in grief Mm -hmm. or something where something significant has happened and the world is different now. Mm -hmm. Um, But liminal space basically is like the space you find yourself in when you're not the same as who you've been and you're not necessarily yet someone that you're becoming. Like it's just, maybe that's what we should call this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. And knowing like learning that there was a term for that. Yeah. um, Yeah. Really changed my life. Um, That this is something that is a human experience and is so disorienting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but there's value even in the like uncertainty yeah. and disorientation yeah. of that space. And, yes. And who am I in, in this liminal space? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the liminal space is not a problem it's, to be gotten rid or of. Or it's just, mm-hmm. it, yeah. I love the, when you get language for something you didn't even think was a thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I found, I learned that word, found that word like, or last year um, in spring. Um I wrote a song about that. <laughs> you wrote a song yeah, about that. We're going we're gonna to link to liminal. that in the That's going to be the um, outro of this but episode. <laughs> I think I was going at the same thing where something had happened and I didn't know how to be or feel. And I was just like, I'm so caught and I don't know how to process through what has just happened yet. Mm-hmm. And like, how do I, how do I exist in this space where I know there's going to be a day where this is like not going to be my circumstance like my present circumstance like how do i how do i be right now Mm because i just want to be over this yeah um yeah but then learning that that's like a a thing like you aren't the start or the end you are also in the middle Mm -hmm. do people end up exiting liminal space or is it a is it sometimes something you find yourself in for the rest of your life 
Um, I think it probably takes different shapes, like yeah. in different seasons of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably used a lot in trauma because there's this kind of marker mm-hmm. um, where, okay, now everything's different and I'm different and I don't know what's going to be. There's a clear source. Like yeah. It began here. Um, yeah. Things are different. Yeah, but I could imagine that just different seasons bring different like mm-hmm. kinds of liminal space or um, different experiences. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think there's also two like seasons of stability and I know what I'm doing and I know I have... Yeah. Right. Um, like structures around me. Right. Yeah. And I think uh, looping it back to the college experience, I think whoever's listening, maybe you don't feel this way, but like a, <laughs> a sweetness to you have this like specific time to be in transition. Mm. Um, and maybe there's a little bit of safety that like you don't have to yeah. have it figured out. Right I now. think yeah. the older I get, I crave that. Yeah. When I think about upcoming transitions in my life, you know, one day when my wife and I have a kid or they go to college one day or if I were to switch to a new job, there's this freedom or there's, there's this desire I have to make those transitions really meaningful. Mm-hmm. So it is nice when you have that carved out time. Right? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. I feel the loss of that hmm. um, from graduating. Like, oh, there was right. this really safe time where I didn't have to have it all together. Yeah. Wow. So treasure it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for sharing, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. It's funny. I'm even thinking right now, because we kind of talked through all the different, and we went even deeper than I thought we might go. <laughs> and we talked through all the different things in my outline. And I'm feeling this pressure of how do we wrap this up? What do we move on to? <laughs> and I don't know if I don't know if that's necessary. Mm-hmm. An open-ended podcast ending. Well, whoa, <laughs> radical. I think that's stressful, um... <laughs> <laughs> but good. <laughs> Maybe the whole thing of this episode is what you said at the beginning of not having that kids a theory is that they don't have language oh, that's so for cool memories that links right back yeah it's like we have a really hard time understanding a growth phase or a liminal space phase maybe because we simply don't understand it and we don't have words to yeah. put to it because it's, it's not as simple to just have one and word and it's not standardized it's not, it's not the same for every mm. person so there of course mm. we're not going to have a word for that right yeah to talk about that cuz words are like inherently like the same every time mm. when i use that word it's like supposed to be used in this way mm. so you're like kind of like i think it's like square peg round hole you're like trying to fit this into a right definition that like doesn't have a definition mm. cuz there's no like um outcome that you will have i'm even just thinking how we crave individuality but we also crave to be the same as everyone else Mm -hmm. and i bet there's a connection between the hardest parts in life or when you're out on your own and you're not truly out on your own like a college time the you're trying to become something that's going to be really really significant to you Mm -hmm. in your future so that you were able to get a job and Mm -hmm. you're able to do all these things but the enjoyment of that time is not all dependent upon yourself. Yeah. Is in community, is with other people. Yeah. And and it's even like who's to say that you end up at the place where you thought you'd end up? Because that that's right. like I feel like more often than not, you you don't. Yeah. Because yeah. your plans for a square peg and you're like, wait, I'm a triangle. Yeah. <laughs> wait <laughs> a second. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Given all the things we've covered on this episode, what's a question someone could ask themselves in order to engage with what we've talked about? How could someone find themselves within this conversation? Yeah, I guess something I'd encourage 
people to do is just think about, um, I don't know, like what thoughts came up while you were listening, um, and how you're feeling about maybe being in a, tra- in a transitional phase, if that's where you're finding yourself. Um, and if the language of liminal space resonates with you, um, just to kind of like spend time pondering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Like thinking through, um, even where you're at, if mm-hmm. you've even, I don't know. I think that like helps a lot is like, oh, even just like, oh, where am I at right now? Mm-hmm. Did you, have you had time to think about that? Um, and then I was going to say, um, I think it's very, I think it's easy for me to identify places that I don't feel present in and moments in my day that I just kind of like zone out or don't like think about like commutes or yeah, just where I'm like not really thinking. And I think, I think I'm thinking and I think, (laughs) um, yeah. And how can we like zoom back in and be present? So where are you at and what are different places where you can engage with that question even. Yeah, Sometimes you exactly. need a space to engage with it. Exactly. That's a great question. Yes. Kind of a good point to close on there. And I like that this episode ended up being just a, maybe a little bit different from what we had planned because that just seems really fitting with what the topic <laughs> was. Yeah. We planned to talk about more about you guys, more of an intro, and we just got onto a journey about <laughs> life as a journey. And yeah, that seems right. Yeah. <laughs> seems right. I feel like that's like yeah i feel like that's like getting to know me and sarah maybe even it's like this is what we this is it (laughs) yeah i feel like that's kind of where you guys that's like the level that you guys are on (laughs) in a good way another level yeah Yeah. (laughs) all right thanks kyle thanks kyle thank you guys (laughs) hey everyone this is kyle again thanks for listening We just wanted to share that we, as a team at Upside Down, really created this podcast for the Westwood community, and we want to be a resource to you. So if you ever have any ideas for a show or you just want to connect with us, you can through Instagram or you can write us at hello at UpsideDown.com or you can even just come in and grab a coffee at our coffee shop. Thanks for tuning in.